Welcome to the third episode of Ripping Off Angels, a comedy by yours truly, Nigel Holloway, performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. The story so far. The off-the-wall theatre company have got themselves into financial difficulty with the bank and are struggling to come up with the money. But Barney, the local policeman, has been trying to recruit his best friend Richard to carry out some of his original but illegal schemes to raise the cash. Wait a minute. You're not... Fi- you can't be... Us? But, uh, but that is illegal. I mean, that's really illegal. Then trust me. <sighs> trust me, Richard. You can solve this problem in no time. We can end up in jail in no time. But little does Barney know that Aggie and Christine have an illegal scheme of their own up their sleeve. Darling, you're early. Am I? Do you want a cup of coffee? Keep your voice down. I've got one. Oh, so you have. I wouldn't make a very good spy, would I? Wouldn't make a convincing martyr, Hari. I've been thinking. Don't think, just act. Are you sure you know what you're doing? Of course not, darling. But it's a real hoot, isn't it? Look, I've never done anything like this before. Yes, you have. Richard was telling me. Sounds great fun. Well, you're right, I suppose I have. But not on this scale. Oh, don't worry. Everything will be fine. Are you sure? Look, I've persuaded Doris to give up the bring and buy idea. She's putting all her efforts into the coffee morning now. All we have to do is make sure that it's the most successful, most enjoyable and, most importantly, the most profitable coffee morning in the history of society fundraising. Yes, I know, but... And in order to do that, you and I have got to do the catering. Or at least, we have to provide the uh, food cake, to be precise. All we need is a recipe. And no doubt we'll find one somewhere if we look in the right places. And of course, the right ingredients. Yes, all right. Look, I made the phone call and it shouldn't be a problem. Oh, excellent. What it is to have friends in low places. I'm not normally very domesticated, but I'm really looking forward to this. I've never made a cake before in my life. Barney? Barney, are you on yet? I've lost track of where we are. I think I may be dead at this point. Listen, Richard told me about your idea. Oh, yeah? What do you think? Terrific idea. I don't pretend to understand how it could make me money, but it sounds like fun. How do we go about it? Well, for a start, I really think... Barney! Barney, where are you? You're on! I thought I was dead. Well, it's a matter of opinion, darling. Come on, don't just sit there. What idea? Barney thinks we should make a film. I'd love to be in a film. What I'm not clear about is how we do it. Richard was rambling on about it being the first time this has ever been done in amateur theatre and getting us lots of publicity for the show. I've always wanted to be a movie star. So you're up for it, are you? Yes. What was that? Sharon's up for it as well. Really? Well, that's great. Uh, You've talked to Barney. Yes. What about Aggie? I'm not so sure that Aggie would be interested. Oh, rubbish. Have you ever known Aggie not to be the first in line for anything new? Well, no, but isn't she a bit too... I'll go and tell her. uh, Old. No, wait. uh, Better talk to Barney first. I'd just love to be in the movies. What? Uh, In the movies? Barney's going to make me a star. He is? Yeah, the film he's going to make. Ah, no, no. Uh, you see, you don't really understand. I can't wait. Uh, I think you'd better talk to Barney. 
Where are my witches? Sharon! Coming! Oh, have you seen Christine? She's over there with Aggie. Christine, Aggie, come along. Oh, you're on. Coming. Can you remind me why the witches in this production are absolutely gorgeous? And Lady Macbeth is an old hag? Don't ask me. I'm still confused as to why we're in an Ibethan nightclub. I think there's a problem. What problem? They think you're making a film. So? They think you're really making a film. Do they? Why? I don't really know. It's just that Christine's gone off half-cocked. Makes a change for you. But this isn't funny. Yes, it is. I was working up to telling her about your idea for the strip-tease thing. And telling her about the idea of making a film, and she thought I was talking about you really making a film, instead of making a film to con people. Well, I've no such talk around here. Nobody's trying to con anybody. That would be illegal. No, no, of course not. It's just that it's got a bit confused in the telling. Well, you'd better unconfuse it, don't you think? Me? Yes. It was you who was going round their houses instead of coming straight out with it. That's easy for you to say. Look. All you've got to do is to tell Christine that there are three ideas that have got mixed up. Three? Yes. Didn't I tell you? Three? There were only two yesterday. One. We get the girls to strip off in the disco scene in Macbeth. Two. We advertise that we want local people to star in, and incidentally invest in, a film we're about to start shooting in the vicinity. And three? Well... I started thinking, as we're planning to make a film anyway, why don't we actually make one? But that's just ridiculous. Where would you get the money? What money? You can't make a film for nothing. Why not? Because you can't, that's why. If you could make a movie for nothing, why would Hollywood spend millions making them? Ah, I see where the confusion is coming in. I'm not proposing to make a feature film. I'm proposing there's something much... Smaller, much more uh, intimate. And who's going to star in it? Well, I thought we could. We? Yeah, all of us. Well, all of us who are up for it. Right, so we've got the cast. Well... And the crew? I thought we could shoot it using my new camera. It's very good quality, much better than the old analogue one. And the script? I haven't written it yet. Oh, you're going to write it? Yeah, it shouldn't take long. I've got lots of practice. You've never written anything in your life except parking tickets? No, but I'm extremely experienced in this particular art form. The only art form you know anything about comes from confiscated porn videos down at the Nick. And your point is? You're not serious. Yeah. Why not? You've gone mad. Why? You've gone absolutely stark raving bonkers. That's a very good title. So, how are things going, Barney? Slowly, I'm afraid, Jack. What ideas have people come up with? Doris and Aggie are organising a coffee morning on Saturday. We thought it was going to be a bring and buy sale. Aggie convinced her that it would make much more money as a coffee room. Really? Oh, well. Aggie also seems to have taken over the catering. Well, at least the cooking. She and Christine have been baking furiously since yesterday, so we'll be alright for food. I've managed to persuade everyone to sign a promise that if they win the lottery over the next month, they'll give 10% of their winnings to the society. It could solve the problem in one go, but I'm not particularly hopeful. I saw the form going round. I'm still working out an idea to pep up ticket sales from Macbeth. 
As you know, Anna's taken on the additional marketing. Apparently, we've already got some t-shirts and other merchandising, so we'll see how things go. You're handling the bricks, Jack. Uh, yes. The sales aren't wonderful at present, but I'll be selling them at the bring and buy, or, or rather the coffee morning. Do we have any entertainment planned for it? Oh, yes. Richard, Robert and I will be doing a little number. What's that? It's the Three Brothers number from Princess Ida. It's a bit unusual, isn't it? I would have thought it was a specialised taste for most people. I would have thought something rather more, well, popular. We've updated it a bit, especially for the event, Jack. Don't worry, if we go down a store. Depending on how it goes down there, we may have some ideas to incorporate it into Macbeth. I'm looking forward to it. Then Richard and I are looking into a couple of little ventures that might bring in a few bob as well. I can't say too much at this stage. There's a lot of sorting out to do, a bit of arm twisting, that sort of thing. Okay, Barney, I won't ask any more. So, how much have we raised so far? About 120. If you take into account the cost of the t-shirts and so on, about 50 quid. Don't worry, Jack. Everyone is working together on this. It's a real team effort. The only person who's not really getting into the spirit is Jonathan. He's just doing what he usually does, shouting at His priority is the show, Barney. It's only to be expected. Fact is, though, just between you and me, if we don't come up with some money pretty damn quick, we may have to cancel the show itself. Has it come to that? Well, we'll have to review the situation after the weekend. Let's see how the coffee morning goes. And I'm not raising my hopes just yet. Ah, Richard, there you are. You haven't seen Chris, have you? I need to speak to her. She'll be along in a few minutes. She was in a huddle with Aggie the last time I saw her. Aggie? Oh yes, of course. <laughs> They're making cakes for Saturday. It's not like those two, Richard. Christine isn't exactly known for her culinary activities. And getting Aggie into a kitchen is like to bath our cat. Yeah, I think Chris has had a positive effect on Aggie. She's really getting into this baking lard. What's the end product like, Richard? Well... You have tried some of these cakes, haven't you? Oh, yes. They were, um, out of this world. Oh, that good, eh? <laughs> I'm looking forward to Saturday. It'll be, um... It'll be highly enjoyable, I'm sure. As long as we get lots of people spending lots of money. Oh, there'll be lots of people, all right. Wood's got around already. The whole community will be there to support us. Excellent news. Now... As Barney was a bit reticent about telling me about your efforts in the fundraising field, I leave you two together. So let me get this straight. First we persuade the three witches in Macbeth to do a strip tease to bring in the punters. Then we tell the world we're making a film and would they all like to give us their hard-earned cash to pay for it. And then we actually make a film, presumably using the same self ladies as the main feature. And let me guess, we'll accept payments from all willing and able young men to play opposite them, which presumably includes you and me. Well, you, actually. My wife would kill me. Whereas you, on the other hand... Would love to do it. Yes, I thought you'd say that. Yeah, but how the hell are you going to persuade the three of them to do it? I thought I might propose it to them at the coffee morning. Oh. Any particular reason for that? No. No, it just seemed like an opportune moment. That's all. 
Aggie, we were just talking about you. Nothing good, I hope. Certainly not. Good. I wouldn't want to damage my reputation for outrageous non-conformity and over-the-top outlandish behaviour. Oh, you certainly won't be doing that. I think Saturday is going to be your finest achievement to date. Why do you say that, Bonnie? No reason. No reason. He means the cake. He's really looking forward to sampling your cooking. Really? Are you sure? Oh yes, and so is Jack. Richard, I hope no one's discovered the secret of our little recipe. No, I'm sure they haven't. But Barney is certainly acting very suspiciously. The policeman, he's got a very devious mind. <laughs> Maybe he's not such an idiot after all. I certainly wouldn't bet on it after what he's come up with it. Oh, the filming. Amongst other things. Other things? Listen, Aggie, if I tell you something, you've got to promise me you won't tell anyone. Me? Not tell anyone? <laughs> you must be joking. If I were in politics, dear, I'd leak like a sieve. Look, I'm serious. Oh, good grief, so you are. Only goes to show there's a first time for everything. Come on, tell Aunt Aggie everything. I can't find Barney anywhere. I want to ask him about this film. It won't come to anything. Everything Barney dreams up ends up a total catastrophe. He's all talk. Oh, do you think so? Oh, yeah. Don't get your hopes up. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, it is. I was quite looking forward to a different sort of challenge. Still, there's no point in worrying about that. If by some strange chance it does come to anything, we can look forward to it then. Hello, you two. Have you seen this evening's paper? No, why? Well, there's a big advert for people to take part in a feature film someone's making now. There's a meeting in the village hall Sunday night. Let me see that. Show me. Just a minute, I'll find it. Here. See yourself in the movies. Los Angeles-based over-the-top productions. Hmm. We'll be filming the latest blockbuster in and around the local area over the next few weeks. We're looking for interested people to take part in crowd and street scenes. No previous experience is required, and we guarantee you the experience of a lifetime. We're also looking for amateur actors to take non-speaking walk-on parts. Your chance for stardom on the big screen. For more details, meet us at 7.30 Sunday evening, etc., etc. I wonder who they are. What? Well, it's such a coincidence. You what? Well, that's talking about Barney's idea for making a film. Is Barney going to make a film? Well, he was. I expect everyone will go to this one instead. I don't believe you two. Are you living on this planet? So, what do you think? I think you'll be ashamed of yourselves. Oh, it is by far and away the most outrageous, disgusting, corrupt, immoral and, let's not deny it, illegal idea I've ever heard. Ah. I'm shocked. I'm, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. I would never have thought it of you or of Barney. As a pillar of the community, I'm amazed at him even contemplating such a thought. Yes. I just wish... What? I just wish I'd thought of it first. It's brilliant. I knew you were a pair of disgusting young perverts, but this, this tops anything I've thought of. How oh, wonderful. There's hope for the younger generation yet. <laughs> oh, isn't it wonderful, all these people? Yes. I'm so pleased. I told you it would be a great success. Coffee mornings always are. Really? We should have them more often. Doris? Yes, dear? Would it be asking too much for you to give us poor workers a hand? Oh, what do you need me to do? Something. Anything. But what? Anything at all? Washing up? Drying? Yes, dear. In a minute. Oh, you just carry on. 
I've just got to go to speak to Jack. No problem. What did her last slave die of? Better slice some more cake. How much is left? Plenty at the moment, but the fudge brownies are nearly all gone. How many people are there up there? Hundreds, as far as I can see. Good. How many are still standing? Ooh, quite a lot. I'll soon put a stop to that. <laughs> Give me that tray. <laughs> turned up at last. The birds are singing. The sky is blue. Oh my god. The fluffy little clouds are floating past. Pink clouds by any chance? No, don't think so. But they could be if they really wanted to be. Oh dear. <sighs> are you happy? Delirious. Can you grab a tea towel? Tea towel? Yes. A tea towel for wiping up, like this. Tea towel. Yes, the little yellow and white square of relatively absorbent material draped over the back of the chair in front of you. Tea towel. Isn't that a beautiful tea towel? Do you know a nice gentleman just gave me five pounds for a piece of cake? Did he? That's nice. I tried to give him change, but he wouldn't take it. Excellent. More for the fighting fund. It was so generous. And so unexpected. I love you, Christine. Get a tea towel. I love you, Doris. That's nice, dear. Have you tried the cake? Has she tried the cake? I haven't had a chance yet. I couldn't get near the trays with the first batch. People really seem to be quite excited by your first attempt at baking, dear. Really? Aggie will be so pleased it was her idea. Where is she, by the way? Oh, I just passed her, near the rhododendrons. There was quite a crowd around her. She seemed to be doing really well, selling the cakes. I was a bit concerned when I first saw what you'd done. I think I would have made them round rather than just those large slabs. But you were right. They are easier to slice up that way. Doris, could I squeeze another cup of tea? Oh, you've still got some of that lovely cake people are raving about. Can I have a piece? <sighs> Certainly not, Jack. Um, you wouldn't want to be eating the profits now, would you? Ah, yes. Uh, uh, I mean, no, uh, of course not. Uh, perhaps I'll see if there are any leftovers at the end. Uh, then I could have some. Uh, save it going to waste. Oh, it won't go to waste, Jack. I can assure you of that. I did ask Aggie for a piece, but she said it would cost me five pounds. <laughs> Presumably to put me off. No doubt. Quick, give me another tray. They're insatiable out there. Okay. Sharon, shift yourself. Oh, just work round her. I've got customers out there. You can start making the slices smaller, Chris. I say, Aggie, isn't that rather sharp practice? Remind me again, Jack. How much money do we need? Point taken. Yeah, point taken. I'll just take some more teas out. Jack, where are you? Jack, oh, there you are. Yes, dear? Jack, where have all these people come from? They're not locals. I really don't know, dear. Just, just be grateful they decided to come and support us. It's just that they seem, well, a little strange. As long as they give us their money, Anne. I suppose so, but there's something, well, odd. Don't you worry your head about it. We're doing really well. That's all that matters. Have you seen Richard or Barney? No. Should I have? 
I just wondered when they were going to do their entertainment. Oh, yes. I'd forgotten about that. I, I wonder where they are. Bricks, darling. Sell more bricks. OK, here we go again. Do you think we've had enough inflation this morning to justify a price rise? Depends on the customer's appetite, I suppose. Oh, long live the law of supply and demand. Oh, that reminds me. Bricks. How are they going? Remarkably well. I can't believe how generous people are being. Well, make the most of it. You could try raising the price a little. You think I could? Try it. See what happens. Every extra penny helps. Right home? Yes, I'll try that. Sharon? Sharon, wake up! Psst! Who's that? Psst! No, stoned out of her mind, actually. Idiot, are they ready for us? Absolutely. Okay, then. Here we come. Touched these cakes. Why can I see three knights in armour? Very nice. But I thought the three of you preferred dressing up as women, so. Very funny, Christine. That codpiece looks a little bit small for you, Richard. Bastard. Oh, it's you, Robert. I thought it was Richard. Bitch. Can we get on with it? Oh, by all means. Where are you going to do it? On the lawn, we thought. Slight problem there, I'm afraid. The lawn is completely covered with reclining bodies. I don't think we'll be able to get them to move. What about the patio? Just a sec. No, that's full as well. I'm getting claustrophobic. Have a cup of tea. I can't open the visor. Shall I get you a straw? For God's sake! If there's nowhere to perform, we might as well jack it in. Actually, Barney, it's worse than that. What do you mean? I don't think there's anyone out there to notice. Why not? Most of them seem to be sleeping peacefully in the sunshine. Oh. Can I take this off, then? Oh, there you are. Jack, I'm afraid we're going to have to abandon the entertainment. Ah, you mean the sleeping audience. Very odd. But there you are. Tell you what, why don't you do it for us? I, uh, uh, I don't think so. Oh, come on, boys. You might as well. It'll be a laugh. What are you doing? It's the entertainment. We're having a private showing. I don't think... Oh, yes, you are. I've never known you not not to want to give a performance. Yes, yes, come on, make a space. Help me move Sharon. Oh, lovely. Just what I'd expect this evening. episode of Ripping Off Angels, performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. If you want to find out more about the group and what they do, visit their website at www.concept-players.com. And if you want to let us know what you thought of the show, you can contact me directly at nigel.holloway at 
xmas-carol.co.uk. I look forward to the next time. Thank you.